Welcome to the world of WE Kiwi, where friends come in all sizes, shapes and species. So here's our new story. Into the forest with a brown-haired noodle for doodle. <laughs> W.E. Kiwi sat in his bed reading his book. It was getting really late, but he couldn't stop. Every time he turned the page, there was a new twist. The book was called The Detectives of the Smarty McSmarty Party and the Cave of Doom. He looked at his alarm clock, and it was already ten minutes past ten. W.E. was always wrapped up reading by 9.30 at the latest. He'd better get to sleep. Otherwise, he could be reading till midnight. He put his bookmark between the pages and placed his book behind the bedside light. Colin the goldfish jumped out of his bowl and waved goodnight. That was nice. As most nice, it was W.E. waving goodnight first. He turned off the light. W.E. put both pillows under his head in a pillow mountain and relaxed for a good night's sleep. Because it was past his bedtime, he fell asleep in record time. Tonight, it was 0.39 seconds flat. His head fell deep into the plump, soft pillows. He breathed in and out, in and out. His beak twitched slightly like there was a fly on it. He rubbed it but felt nothing. He fell back asleep. His beak started twitching again as there was a scent coming in. Maybe. It was the new air freshener he had put in the bathroom. It was beginning to smell stronger, but he couldn't exactly pick the smell. He breathed in through his beak a little harder. There it was again. Enjoy the smells, little bird. He breathed in again. The smell was growing stronger and stronger. Enjoy the smells, little bird. W.E. enjoyed the smells, but was it coming from his bedroom? Enjoy the smells, little bird. W.E. opened his eyes and was suddenly in the middle of a forest. You can look around, little bird. All the trees were in perfectly straight lines going left and right. He could barely see the top of the trees. They were gigantic. He was trying to decide what type of trees they were. Maybe pine? Maybe kauri, maybe rimu, or maybe even redwood. He walked around the trunk of one of the trees. It took him what seemed like an hour. The bark was thick and gave off a wonderful smell when he got closer. He breathed in and out, taking in all the various scents. They were powerful, and all the hairs in his beak stood to attention. There was no one else around so he didn't know if he should go further, as he could get lost. But how can I get lost if I don't even know where I am? From the other side of the tree came a reply. That's a very good point, little bird. So where are you? Look around. W.E. looked around, but all he could see were the trees. Keep looking harder, little bird. Or do you need the help of a noodle for doodle? Since W.E. had no idea what he was looking for, then maybe he needed some help. Y yes I need some help. Uh, from a needle for deedle? Who did you ask for? 
Suddenly he felt two soft hands cover his eyes and whisper in his ear. There's none of those creatures here, I'm afraid. Best you go home. But I don't know. And with it, the hands moved back from his eyes and there was a tap on his back. He turned and there it was. Well, he wasn't exactly sure what it was. It grinned and put his hands on its hips. Oh dear, we aren't off to the best introduction, you see, when you can't remember my name from beside a fearful tree. Noodle for Doodle is my commonly known breed. I'm in the forest out looking for seed. So, Noodle for Doodle? Is that how I say it? Yes, that's right, my funny little bird. I guess to you it's a strange new word. Yes, it is, as I've never met a Noodle for Doodle before. The Noodle for Doodle smiled. The smile reached both sides of its face. The Noodle for Doodle was a funny looking creature as it appeared to be one big head on a small round body. It was covered in red feathers with white tips. Its brown floppy feet pointed to the sides of its body, obviously to help balance the head. Its eyes were small, and it had a yellow beak that looked very much like a long kiwi beak. On top of its head were two round balls of brown feathered fluff. Pleased to meet you, my name is Dork. I've sadly misplaced my silver pitchfork. To look for acorns and to look for seeds. I'm in the forest to do wonderful deeds. That's lovely, Dork. My name is Warwick Kiwi, but my friends just call me W.E. And I call you W.E. and be your new friend. I promise I won't drive you right round the bend. Yes, Dork. I always like meeting new friends. Do you always... Before W.E. could finish the sentence, Dork let out a sigh and interrupted. Oh, I'm so grateful you are my new friend, as we, as Noodle for Doodle, in formal situations must always rhyme our sentences. When we are with friends, we don't have to. It can get pretty tiring. Dork turned away but stopped. Come on, W.E., you can help me. W.E. followed behind Dork, who was walking as fast as he could. Luckily, as Dork had only little feet, it wasn't very fast. Dork came to a tree and hugged it. He tapped on it three times. Then scratched the bark. Little green bugs came crawling out from the gaps in the bark. Dork waved his hands and the bugs flew off. Those little rascals. I told them this wasn't a tree for them. Why is that, Dork? They must go to the trees that have passed away. Like life, everything is constantly changing, so there is a place for everyone. The bugs are not for the living trees. So is that your job in the forest, Dork? Chasing the bugs? Yes, I am in charge of the bugs in the trunk. We are the brown-haired Noodle for Doodle, searching to help save our trees. Black-haired Noodle for Doodle look after the soil. The green-haired Noodle for Doodle look after the branches and leaves. But I only see you, Dork. Where are the rest? Oh, but there are many, W.E., but they are everywhere in the forest. We like to work on our own, as it takes a great deal of concentration. So you want to try and help me? Sure, Dork. Why not I lead the way? That would be splendiferous. W.E. went to the next tree, hugged it, tapped it, scratched the bark. He looked and couldn't see anything. He scratched again. This looks all clear, Dork. 
Yes, it is, my friend. W.E. marched on, checking all the trees as he went. Dork was helping his new student on how to check for bugs. After ten more trees, Dork stopped W.E. and they sat in the grass beside a tree. It was hard work, so they needed a rest. Dork took a big breath in and held it, and then breathed out hard. He repeated the process. Dork looked to W.E. Give it a go, my new friend. W.E. breathed in, held it, then out through his beak. They sat there breathing in and out. It was very relaxing. There were birds chirping in the trees, but they were so high up they couldn't be seen. A bumblebee flew by carrying a backpack with honey dripping out of the bottom. A caterpillar in a top hat walked by, raising his hat to say, Good day. This was a wonderful forest full of life and activity. Dork rolled back up onto his feet. Still work to be done? Yes, I shall follow you and see how a professional does it. Dork shook out both hands and went back to work. They happily walked through the forest checking the trees, some with bugs and some without. When the sun was starting to set, they came to a tree. The leaves had started to fall off it, and the trunk was a dark grey colour. Dork hugged it, but didn't scratch the bark. Sad, sad, but I cannot save them all. This poor tree will now go back to the earth. A small tear formed in Dork's eye. The hole will slowly fill with water and get bigger. Then the tree will fall to the ground. It will be back to where it all began in the earth. Dork went down to the bottom of the trunk and dug a small hole. W.E. was quite emotional at the thought of the tree dying, but knew there were many more to save. He walked forward and gave it a hug. He turned to Dork. It's very sad, Dork, but look around at all the trees you are saving. We can try and save them all, but one might decide it's time to go back to the soil. Oh, you are very wise, my friend. I get sad every time a tree passes, but I know I must continue on and help all the others in the forest. Yes, we can all try and save the trees. Also, there is nothing wrong with hugging a tree. I hope you do, W.E. The trees help us all breathe. Enjoy the smells of the forest whenever you can. Long live the trees and those who help them. I am proud to say I live for the trees, for I am a brown-haired noodle for doodle. Long live the brown-haired noodle for doodle. W.E. raised his wings and flapped as he spun around in circles. Dork joined in spinning in circles, yelling, Long live the brown-haired noodle for doodle. Long live the brown-haired noodle for doodle. Long live the brown-haired noodle for doodle. They spun around so much, they both got dizzy and ended up falling to the ground. Lying there, they could see the red, orange and white shades of the clouds as the sun faded away. Time to relax, my friend. It has been a long day. As they watched the sun go down, Dork started deeply breathing in and breathing out. The smell of the forest filled W.E.'s beak. He found himself getting more and more relaxed. He closed his eyes, and as he did, the smell of the forest grew stronger and stronger. He felt the soil rising between his toes. His body was now in a soft mattress of ferns and moss. His whole body relaxed. He breathed in and out. In and out. 
something happened. The wonderful smell was going away. Something horrible was starting to breeze through his nose. It wasn't that of the forest, but of old smelly socks. Old smelly socks mixed with rotten eggs, and it came with a burring sound. He sat up and opened his eyes. He had slept through his alarm. It was now ten minutes to nine. He leapt out of bed. Oh no, I'll be late for work. Oh, you silly Kiwi. It's Saturday. You hadn't even set your alarm. Never in the world is the weekend. And yes, there was a lovely forest smell from his new air freshener. He kept sniffing. Now he could smell something horrendous. Next door, lovely Louisa the elephant was putting compost in her garden with a mulching machine. She saw him leaning out the window in his pyjamas, so turned off the mulching machine with her trunk. Sorry, W.E., I didn't mean to wake you up. That's okay, Louisa. I know how important the garden is to you. Yes, it's time to get ready for spring. Out with the old and in with the new. Don't you mean it's a cycle of life? The dye makes way for the living in the garden, or the forest. Yes, if you put it that way. You know what you might need to look after your garden, Louisa? Maybe a brown or blackhead noodle for doodle. Louisa had no idea what he was on about, but laughed away with the little neighbour just the same. The end. Thanks for listening, and in the forest maybe you see the circle of life. Stay tuned for more stories with W.E. Kiwi, and don't forget to head over to wekiwi.com. Brown-haired noodle for doodle is finished. Yep, 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 that was very good, wasn't it? Brown-haired noodle for doodle. Haven't heard of many of those around, have you? Right, what do I have to do next? Oh, I better turn this off. Ah, oh, that's good. Good night then. I'll see you later. Oh, what did this button do? <coughs> oh, that's not the right one. Um, 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 okay, right. Right, time to go home. But that's okay. That's okay. I learn from my mistakes. Here we go. <laughs>